0: Okay, let's begin, everyone. We begin, Baruch Hashem, another day, another opportunity. As we get closer and closer to Rosh Hashanah, the the main purpose of Rosh Hashanah is in the Torah is to blow shofar. Shofar is the Russian, shifru ma Shofar means to to change your action to change your life. One of the greatest gifts that we have to be alive is the fact that we could change. When a person dies, a person can't change anymore. That's one of the, the Torah says that's one of the biggest uh, uh, parts of Gehenna that happen is the second the lights are out and a person knows I can't change. As long as a person is alive, then he knows he can change. So our avodah of being alive, the purpose of being alive is for a person to say, how could I change? And what we actually just learned this morning, right, we just learned the Siddharth Yasharim in uh, Nagra, in, in Evan Shlema, that he says that a person has to change little by little. You don't have to make big, big changes, but if every day a person reminds himself, I've got to change a little bit, I've got to change a little bit, i got to do a little bit better, I've got to do a little bit more, a little... Extra percentage. How could my davening? How can I learning? How can my smile? They say Rabchadskill worked on his smile for for six years, had to say good morning properly. What do you mean work on your smile for six years? What's the big deal? It means that every day you are thinking, how could I do people think that you have to change, you know, everything about yourself. You don't have to change everything about yourself. You put a little bit extra effort in this area today, in this area today. That's how you change your life. Um, so we start with, with uh, Chavetz Chaim, purity of speech. We're on day two, talking about judging others favorably. So we know, we know that judging people favorably says the um, says the Chavot Chaim, the mitzvah of judging others favorably safeguards a person from speaking negatively about others. So negativity starts when you judge someone negatively. Now there are three different types of people. There are, and this is good to know for Rosh Hashanah, there are Tzadikin, there are Beninim, and there are Rishoyim, which by the way are the the letters of Sibor. A tzadi, Which means that every group Has a group of tzadikim Beynim and rishayim Okay, our group of course we're going to talk about soon Really we don't have any rishayim But the halacha is like this A tzadik You have to judge favorably If there is someone who is a tzadik And that basically is, is uh, 99% of, of our yeshiva Are tzaddikim, right? Beynim is fifty percent fifty percent chance that the banity did wrong. Right? A tzaddik. you see a tzaddik doing something wrong, you, you can't judge him at all. He's you, you didn't see right, you made a mistake, whatever it might be. Then you have a guy who's a banity He's half and half. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. There is where it gets real, where you learn to judge favorably, where you learn to try and make up a story that is a favorable story about someone. A Russia. once someone leaves the category of a tzaddik and a benani, then you don't have to judge him favorably. Now, someone's going to say, who's a Russia?" So he says straight out, nowadays, nowadays, right, he says a note of caution. Most people who do not keep mitzvos do not fall under the category of Russia. They fall under the category of Latino uh, Tanishba, and therefore we are required to judge them favorably. So therefore, comes out that you have to judge everybody favorably. Okay? Question comment. Now that Dovi a- entered the base medrash, I just want to say, I was talking before, I was waiting to mention it when you're here, I was talking about um, the shofar. The shofar in Hebrew means sh- le shaper, which means to make better. And I was saying how every day, a person has to make himself a little bit better. Not a lot better, a little bit better. And then if over time, you make yourself a little bit better, so you remember what you said about that. If you add a, a percentage every year, Right, by the time you get to... Uh, right. so you got at 20 years old. You, get you, have, you at least have 20%. 100, 100, you're I'm at now least at 20%. 20%. But I'm, but I'm a i have got So Dovi says if you add a percentage every year, by the time you're 80 years old, 9 years old, you're 100%. You're good to go. So that's a great... Uh, okay. Anyway, back to what we were saying before. Oh, thank you so much. Back to what we were saying before. Thank you. So made a brother before. Yeah, that what? About about how small. Oh, very good. So what, uh, mayor beautiful. You do a little bit and then oh, yes, that's it. And yeah, and, uh, and, and the front of a chauffeur is a very small uh, hole, so you know we, we make that, 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 that small first step, but at the end of the chauffeur comes out this beautiful that take a step at a time, boom. Exactly. Beautiful. Shkohi Chmeyer. hundred percent. million percent. So that's the avoda. The Avodah is, and, and just again, we're just to talk over the uh, lashon Hara and judging favorably, is for a person to think that I'm going to be a person who judges everybody favorably all the time. That's a big step. That's a very big step. What a person can do is he could make up a goal and he could say, today what I want to do is today I'd like to spend, when I go to lunch, I'm going to take one person, I'm going to judge him favorably. I'm going to try during this time to look. And again, like we say many times, it's not about about seeing the good all the time. You don't have to see the good all the time. It's natural to see the bad. The goal, though, is when you see the bad, to then look for the good. Look for the good. I want to be looking for the good. I want to be searching for the good. Whether or not I find the good, okay, but I can try and search, search for the good. Okay. Question and comments on that? Chafetz uh, yes, Chaim. What is a Russia? Oh, so a Russia good good from there. A Russia is. Meaning, so who does fall into the category of a Russia yeah. that you could judge bad? So I would say, uh, uh Hitler, uh, Hamas. Uh, uh, I'm saying for us, I don't think, I don't think for us and the Jewish people that we hang around, I don't think there's anyone we could call a Russia. Oh, you'll hear. Okay, good. That, 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 that's maybe an act again. He says, he says that. If somebody does something, it could be he's a Tinak Shinizra. Which means, yeah, good. But I'm saying that's not a. He's not a Russian. The fact that I'm allowed to judge and not favor him not favorably at that moment, he might have done a misericious. But he's not in the category. So I'm asking, not in us. That's what he's but asking. You, could you judge right. that misericious? Could you judge them, that misericious? Right. So then you would have to judge him favorably. You have to say whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. 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 Nowadays, for sure not. Right. Right. I'm a Baltaiva. I'm a this, whatever. Right. Correct. Yeah. Shimon. What about the... I've seen some speeches where rabbis... Everything they're teaching is totally... It's basically opposite of what the Torah says. You're allowed to talk bad about it. You know, you have to warn people yeah. about the Torah. Or, I don't know if someone who's dangerous, like that—for Sure, yeah. I don't know you're referring to. I don't know I never, know, you know. I'm sure you're not a column, i not, no, not a I can't imagine. It's all sweet and loving, and the Torah, the ways of the Torah are sweet. The shalom. Torah is all about sweet and peace. It's all about love, peace, all the movement of love and peace. That's all the Torah makes that into bitterness. The Torah makes the 60s into a bunch of angry people. That's how sweet, you what I'm saying? That's how sweet the Torah is. Yeah. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we're literally edging, getting close to Rosh Hashanah. The greatest thing you could do in Rosh Hashanah I'll give a, a, a piece of, of advice for Rosh Hashanah itself. If there's one thing you do this Rosh Hashanah. One thing. If you could choose one thing to do this Rosh Hashanah, this is your homework, all of us. And it's hard because it's two days. It's 48 hours. Is try and any person you look at, try and try not look, to look at too many people. But any person who you see, any situation mm-hmm. you see, judge it. Letov. That's my great... If you could do that all of Rosh Hashanah, you are in good shape. Everything that you see, judge for good. That's what I would do Rosh Hashanah. Because, is that if Hashem sees you on Rosh Hashanah, then everything that you're seeing is seeing the good. Everything you're, every person, every situation, you're seeing the good, you're trying to see the good. That's the greatest chus that, that a person can have. The what? Yeah, good. That's a separate thing, but I'm saying it. Correct. That's already taking a Kabbalah for the year. That's a different thing. Correct. Beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zocha. We all will be Zoha to see the good in each other, to be Zoha to see the good in ourselves. Man Boichai, Man Boichai. It all begins with how you look at someone. Lashon always comes second. The first thing is how I look at a situation. And just like you can look at a situation and make up a bad story, so you might as well make up a good story. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zocha to that. Amen. Amen. Us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Okay. I, I, a line hit me. Rabbi Silkarawa, I think you're going to like... I think everyone's going to like this line. Rabbi Stern, I think you'll like this line also. But I have to say it because it fits, it fits very good um, into the avoda of the Susharim. And the Avodah of being a healthy, happy, sensitive, connected Jew. That's why we learn, mitzvah, that's why we learn it every day. The reason we learn it every day is because in order to be a Jew who is a shlemestika Jew, a wholesome, a Jew, like we said, who has sweetness to him, a Jew who has love to him, a Jew who has positivity to him, a Jew who has a connection to the Torah, a Jew who has all the wonderful things that you can imagine, all the sweetness that you can imagine. So here was the line that hit me this morning, and that is that that's expensive. Things people think, oh, it's expensive, and this is expensive. Everything else in life is cheap in comparison to what it is, how much you have to pay To become an erlicha person Which means like this It doesn't mean that you can't Slowly get there But what people are willing to do in life Is they're willing to spend Eight years, ten years To make sure that they can afford this And I can afford this And I can buy this And I can have this In order to be a person who has yira Real yira You gotta work for it You gotta work for it If you wanna have real ahavas Hashem you have to work for it. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take... You know, we're, we're sitting... Uh, sorry to embarrass you, Rabbi Ackerman. If you get, get, get to know Rabbi Ackerman. Wow, Ackerman's man. a big Talmud <laughs> Ackerman said, speak to him about his tests for over seven years to learn part of the Torah tests day in, and day out. That takes... That, that, that's, that's like Lahavdol. person goes to medical school goes to medical school a person goes to law school a person has to in order to become anything in life you have to put in so much effort and time and patience I was just talking about it this morning a guy comes to yeshiva and he comes to yeshiva he thinks he could be in yeshiva right for a little bit a person needs to spend years if in order to become a doctor you have to go to four years of medical school so what's harder to know about Judaism or to know how to become a doctor So it's much harder to know about Judaism. Much harder to know about Judaism. If someone would give you a, 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 right, someone would say, you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you, you have this thing, you have that thing, you say, oh, I'm not going to listen to my doctor, I'm just going to Google it. I'm just going to rely on what my mother told me, you know, when I was sick as a kid, I'm going to rely on that. There's no bigger fool. Who would say that? they say, oh, you're going to go ahead and you go to the doctor because your stomach hurts. You're going to say, eh, hey, I'm not listening to my doctor. I'm going to Google what the problem is. I'm going to remedy myself on that. Someone would say, buddy, you've got to check yourself. But when it comes to Judaism, and it comes to Torah, and it comes to Tefillah, and it comes to Rosh Hashanah, and it comes to Yom Kippur, and it comes to Aseret Mechuvah, and it comes to the most important thing in your life, which is your neshama, which is your soul which is your life, which is what life is about. And you need to spend so much time and effort slowly figuring it out. That's my hakdama to what we're going to learn today. Question comments on that? With Rabbi, I know you've got a lot to say on that. Go. I, just, I wanted to share a story that I was sitting with a guy a year ago and he was talking about evolution. So I asked him, have you ever read a book about it? And he said, no. And it's not just Judaism. It's like, dude, we just naturally think that we know everything. Right. And we can even, like, come and, like, he was, like, is like, reality ain't And it's just, like, it's so important what the Rebbe is saying to, like, realize, like, right. if you don't have information about something, right. then maybe you could have an opinion, but know that it's not real. It's not. Correct. It's not based so on anything. Right. But it's so easy not to. Correct. All right. you could argue sorry about Judaism i read a book like, right. I, I went to a different Hashem's once like it's not it's just so right and, and I'll tell you what's encouraging when you think about that because when a person says okay I, I suffer from depression I suffer from anxiety or I, it's hard for me to get into Gemara it's hard for me to connect its feeling. So like what we're saying okay how many books have you read on happiness how many books have you read on anxiety how many books have you read about Gemara? How much time have you spent on figuring out how to learn? Right? Did you sit... I guarantee anybody here. Anyone who has trouble with Gemara, I guarantee you. Ripsim Karaba might be upset that I'm saying this. But I give you a month. He's going to say even less. I give you a month with Rabsim Karaba learning Gemara. And then you'll be you'll be a changed man. But you got to give it time. One week. That's right. He says one week. So he's... But well, what's the pshat? The pshat is that once a person learns that there's a process, and it takes time, and it takes effort, and it takes patience, and it takes, it takes talking about things, it takes understanding things. And especially when it comes to Judaism and being a yare, yare Shamayim, that's the most important thing that you will have in your life. The most important thing you will have in your life is your relationship with Hashem. If marriage takes days and nights and weeks and months to work on and work on and work on and to understand it in order to be in love, in order to have the best relationship, so that's all a metaphor to a relationship with Hashem. It takes time and time and time and energy and and insight. That's, yes, Yehuda, Revu Yehuda in my mind is, yes. uh, comes through. but uh, I'm just trying to uh, understand that why so if it's a process so before so coming uh, let's say here so a person has already been alive anywhere between 18 to 20 years, like years so it's like why is something going to change now when I'm hearing where we say this and after so I, right? So I, so I, I think just the simple answer might be it's a great point. I think it might be maturity, which means that high school was high school, and I was listening to my parents, and I or I wasn't listening to my parents, but I was connected. To having to be listening to my parents and my childhood is elementary school i don 't have my own das when you become 18, 19 20, 21 it begin, you begin starting to think about life and you start thinking about you know myself, my independence and making decisions myself so the difference yeah, because you can't connect if I'm not if I'm not a connector. I'm just a receiver. I, I, I can't develop a relationship if I never made decisions to, to in, in a in a relationship. You can't have a relationship. The younger you are, the harder it is to have a relationship. I'm going to tell you, a seven-year-old kid, right? When I see my seven-year-old, my eight-year-old kid talking to his friend who's eight, I don't know if they're developing a relationship. They're 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 friends. He's not making decisions. It's like, you're, you're, the, the key is to have bechima, to make choices. When you're 18, 19, the problem is a lot of people never graduate high school. That's the problem. The problem is that people get stuck in high school. And they get stuck in, in a form of being uh, a katan. They, be, they, they, they don't ever say, I want to live th- my life like this. I want to be someone who is not anxious anymore. I want to be someone who has, who, who is connected to Torah. I want to be someone who's like, I'm making that decision. Not my parents, what do you have to do with my parents? And, and, and when a person, the quicker a person can do that, the, per, the quicker a person can disconnect himself from, 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 you know, just being a bobblehead, we'll call it, and just being a person who's just, you know, following a flow, then the happier you become and the more you begin to start accomplishing because you begin to really make decisions. Good point, Yuda. Yes, Dovi. Um, are there any indicators that would me that I'm still stuck in high school? Great question. What are indicators of I'm um, stuck in high school? I love that, wow. Dovi, Dovi. I like that. So you guys, you guys are closer to high school to, than, than I am. So tell me, what what are indicators? I think that question you asked. What? I think the question that he asked. Right. Is not beautiful. Right. So you're so saying beautiful, meaning just the question itself is indicating that, that you're not. But it's a good question to have a chart. We should make up a chart. This means you're in high, right? If I'm looking to be, I'll give you one. I'll give you one that I remember from high school, and I remember one of the things that I think I talk about, and still short talks about it, right? The boys. going to be with the guys. I'm it's all about my social element. Again, everyone, it's, it's okay. It's okay to still want to be in high school, but at least like Doby saying, what are the what are the uh, triggers or what are some things that might be one of the things that I got? I can't live my life independ, independently. I gotta look. I gotta look to be to be comfortable with everybody, and I'm looking for the crew. I'm looking for a chevra. I think that's one indicator of high school. Someone else want to say something? Yeah. That's scary, really. Yeah. What? I um, find that a little bit different. You're saying we're working, you have to work for anything you want. Uh, when it comes to Judaism, I'm saying we find it different because, like, you, if you come from a religious home, you grow up with it in a certain sense. So, it's harder. It's, it's, yeah, it's given to you. It's like the son of a billionaire. It's all it's given harder. to you, and now you have to learn. Exactly. To exactly. No, no, but exactly. So what's wrong? The, a son of a, a son of a millionaire might have a million dollars, but that guy, I wouldn't trust. I'm not going to trust that guy <laughs> so with money until until he himself takes money from his father. Could be a million dollars that his father gave him, and he makes it into five million dollars. Then he's a guy. Who you could say knows what he's doing with money? There are a lot of people who grow up in wealthy homes, and they themselves struggle a lot. Their generation, and the next generation, and the next generation struggle a lot. Yehuda, where did uh, I have to have. Uh, where did you go, You'll look into this, and you you'll look into this in psychology. Go look up people who come from wealthy homes, and the and the children and grandchildren of those people if they themselves don't know how to use their money properly, most of the times end up being terrible with money. Third generation wealthy people, a lot of times are terrible with money. And that's exactly the point. Because if you don't own it yourself, yeah, you have to own it yourself. A guy says, oh, I went to yeshiva. I went to yeshiva. I grew up from, my father's from, my mother's from, I went to elementary school, to cheder. They taught me all the things. Meanwhile, I did nothing myself. There's nothing myself. And that's what's challenging. What's challenging is that you don't, when you don't find yourself in Judaism, when you don't find yourself connected. Correct? Beautiful. Question, comments? Somebody else? Yeah, Mati? Okay. We'll just read one point. Yeah, Morty, what do you say? What do you say, Morty? It's the it's the, heart, uh, it's the, the Hashem, uh, what's, what's, what do you do better with something that's given to you? Right. right, Nama de Kisufa. Correct, correct. The, the gift that Hashem has given us is the fact, and this is what's challenging, because we come from a culture that doesn't want you to work hard. It's not about. It's making things easy and easy and easier and easier. And thank God, we grew up and we grow up, and we're in a society where the goal is that everything should be easier and easier and easier. In Judaism, in Yiddishkeit, and in anything fulfilling, if you don't put work into it, you're not going to enjoy it. If you don't work for it, if you don't put effort into it, then you're not going to have it. Yes with all this and pathways and the incentive. That what? The incentive, which ties into what you're saying in my opinion is that when you have, I mean, obviously when you work on any relationship it yields results, when you work on the relationship with Hashem any relationship, right, you can learn from another person, especially a relationship with somebody greater than you, right? So when I have my relationship with you, I try to learn stuff from you, right? So when somebody has a relationship with Hashem, you, you can listen that you as an Hashem, you learn about Hashem, you learn You learn about not just what Hashem takes, you do about Hashem yourself. Beautiful. I'm not talking about like breaking mm-hmm. about the way Hashem acts for example. Um like you said how do you not take something for granted, right? Hashem, you give Hashem Kapas, instantly he gives you back forgiveness. Beautiful. So in any point, any any kind the direction of the relationship with Hashem. There's always more stuff for you to learn, Beautiful. and it yields positive results. Become a better human being, a better Beautiful. father, husband, anything. Beautiful. And that's my that's wow, amazing. Go ahead, right? Amazing. And I want to, and and I'm going to actually end off. I want to end off with this, with what Moshe is saying. I think is very powerful. You just inspired me to say. And ultimately, the relationship with yourself. Moshe is talking about the constant understanding of Hashem and understanding of someone else to learn more about them. That's how you develop great relationships with people, you learn more about them and more about them. So too with yourself. As Rabbi Sol Salanter said, how can a person live 70, 80 years and he doesn't even know himself? The most important relationship that a person during this time in your life, that's why you're here in Yeshiva, this is why we're here, is to learn more about yourself, and there's so much to learn about yourself. People who don't have a relationship with themselves, it means that they don't know themselves, they don't spend time with themselves, they don't write out things, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, why do I get angry when this happens, why do I get angry when that happens, why am I lazy? What am I insecure about? What am I anxious about? The more you learn yourself, the more you understand yourself. And it's so important. I was speaking to one of the tzaddikim of the yeshiva yesterday. We were just talking to Mammah guy I, I can't mention who he is. Because he'd be upset if I mentioned him. He knows who he is. And uh, we were talking about he's, he's an incredible person. And one of the things that we spoke about is just... Talking to somebody else And opening up more What happens when you open up to somebody? You begin to understand yourself more It's not just in your head Things don't just stay in your head You're able to talk about things You understand why I'm saying this Why am I getting angry Those are things that are so, so important That's why we have, as the Raga says When I daven, I'm talking to Hashem When I learn Torah, Hashem is talking to me It's all about a relationship building relationship. That's what Rosh Hashanah is about. That's what Yom Kippur is about. That's what the Yom and Noreim are about. It's all about connecting to God, connecting to myself, understanding my purpose on this planet. Why am I here? What's life about? Life and the world we live in is so fast. There's so much going on. Things are so busy. Uh, the, the biggest Yetzirah, as the Maseel Sharm says, is Tichbar Voda is I'm too busy to stop and to think about who am I, what am I, where am I going, how am I going, where am I going to get there, how am I going to get there, what can I do? And the more a person is able to, to process that and to think about that and live in the world like that, that is when his life changes. And how do you have to do that? When do you have to do that? You have to do that every day. Because motivation and clarity does not last. Motivation, clarity, and all these things don't last. Neither does bathing and showering. And that's why we recommend it daily. The reason we recommend taking a shower and bathing daily is because it doesn't last. Just because you took a shower yesterday does not mean that you took a shower just because you ate lunch yesterday doesn't mean that you're not going to have to eat lunch today. Just because you got motivated yesterday just because you got clarity yesterday, just because you got inspired yesterday, does not mean, right, Yitzi. Yitzi's already looking for the quote, right? You gotta pay rent, you gotta pay rent every day. What do they say? Rent is due. Success is what? Success is What? Success is an Success is an owned. Rent is due every day. Success is not, and success doesn't mean, success does not equal. If you look up in the dictionary, Right? Success does not equal, right? Oh, he's a successful guy. That means he has money. That's not success. That's that's inexpensive. Success is to be everything that we're talking about. That's success. Success is to be a good husband. Success is to be a good father. Success is to be a good Jew. Success is to know what loving Hashem is, what having Yirashamaim is, what it means to go in Hashem's ways, what it means to do his mitzvahs. Success is to be Shalom, To be a sweet Jew To be a Jew that when you walk on the bus And you go somewhere The people around you say Wow, that's what a bentorah That's what a Jewish person is about That smells good You want to smell good to everyone around you Hashem should help all of us Yes, Moshe I challenge every single person here Spend One hour with yourself Without a It Doesn't have to be meditating Just walk around one hour with yourself, and see what happens. Nice. <clears throat> Hashem should help all of us. We should be zoha. Will you do an hour? Can I get everybody to take some an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> Hashem should help us all. We should be zolcha. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your past. Your past, especially as Rosh Hashanah is coming up. Shana says, Shana, is malashin, shinoi. Shana means to change. We love to change. Change is beautiful. Change is challenging. But change is beautiful. Hashem will help us have the year that we want to have to live the life that we want to live, us and all the Jewish people. And today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.